Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated? This is America Unplugged. What is going on? How's everybody doing? Can they see us? There they go. There they, there they go. go. What's up? How you doing? How you doing? What's going on? It's America Unplugged. Sorry about last week. That was my fault, guys. Uh, and uh, I am in uh, an undisclosed location uh, this week. Uh, you know, they, the, the federales finally had enough of me and they said, we're going to come and get you. You know, so I had to go. Uh, so I'm in Pennsylvania somewhere. What's going on? How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. Greetings and blessings. This is America Unplugged every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Rockfin. And of course, AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. You guys know the deal. Usual suspects are here, and we got a special guest for you. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing good, Billy. Finally fixed the microphone just in time to uh, to miss the intro, but it's great to see you. It's great to see Don. <laughs> great to see Chuck. Just in Fantastic. time. Fantastic. Just in time. And Mr. Don Jeffries just snuck in there. The window was closed and he sneaked in like Mission Impossible. What's going <laughs> on, Mr. Jeffries, the legendary? How are you? Good. Just trying to you had the American uh, unplug uh, withdrawal last week. I said lots of people were uh, distraught over it. So, you know, there was some wonder they weren't protesting in the streets. So hopefully it's back. We're back today. And then we have Chuck Ocelli, our, our old friend. And uh, <clears throat> so it should be a great show. Man, I, we, we should have called for that. Trump gets to do it all the time. <laughs> Let's the people should, should flood the yeah. streets yeah. and protest yeah. the yeah. fact that America Unplugged wasn't on the air. You know, right. um, I, 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 I am totally for that 100%. Special guest this week joining us, the Ocelli Effect, the OG himself, Mr. Chuck Ocelli. What is going on? Welcome to your maiden voyage here on America Unplugged. What's going on, buddy? Hey, after 10 years, Billy Ray, after 10 years of being in the business, I finally made it to America Unplugged. Now, I know America Unplugged <laughs> hasn't been around for 10 years, but I got to say, this is the crowning achievement. So uh, thank you for inviting <laughs> me, brother. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you for thank you for coming on. We're going to have some fun today. I don't have access to the chat. I can't see it. Um, I, I can't see anything today. So um We'll see what happens as we go. Oh, so you're like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in essence. All right. But first I want to talk about, I have a, I have a visitor here. Um, he, he is a cat. I really don't know his name. He's my sister's cat. And uh, he's not leaving me alone. So I'm sorry for the distractions. Right? But, but I, do, I do want to start off and, and talk about the sound of freedom real quick. Just to point out what's going on in the alternative media um, and, and how this is being used. Uh, uh, to really divide, ultimately. And, and people argue, not, now if you don't know what the Sound of Freedom is, um, it's, it's a, a movie that, that Mel Gibson made and Jim Caviezel 
is a part of it. It's all over the alternative media. Everybody's talking about it, right? And I had a conversation with Tone about this earlier in the week, and I, and I just pointed out to him, like, I understand that child trafficking is a problem. So I'm not trying to undermine that in any way, right? It is a problem. What I am doing here is, is just pointing out what it's being used for. Because in the alternative media, it was a niche within a niche, the people that actually uh, uh, researched this stuff passionately, uh, the Franklin uh, scandal and things of that nature. You'd have to find people that specialized in that and have them on and have them put you on, right? I know John Bristol did a lot of, a lot of uh, research into the Franklin scandal. You know, um, all of a sudden, circa 2017, this became a thing, right? All over the alternative media and they were pointing at the dirty Democrats for running the child trafficking rings. This came out of QAnon. That's where it came out of. You will listen to uh, the mainstream media uh, pointed out and then people in the alternative. I saw Luke Radowski talking yesterday on, on a show. And he was saying the the uh, the mainstream media is talking about this is QAnon. I don't understand why. I don't understand how you don't understand why if you're not paying attention. This is straight out of QAnon. That's the reason that this got put on to the level that it has, because it, it's been weaponized. It's been it's 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 a weaponized tra uh, 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 tragedy used against the people of the alternative media and and, and uh, the people of the world, in my opinion. All right, this is what they've done here. And and when you say something about it, you know, and say that this is a, a psyop, a psychological, or at least a part of a psyop, you're like, oh, well, you don't care about the children. They don't care about the children. They don't care about the children. What have they done, right? So now it comes over into the mainstream, it spills over into the mainstream, and, and a lot of the new uh, conspiracy theorists out there that came into the knowledge from um from the uh from QAnon and from things like that right gravitate towards this but what do they think they think it's the democrats that do it right and that's why it's out there to, to this level and and now let's remember the conspiracy theories that that were spawned out of things like this i remember chris cornell that died he was killed because of um because he was making a documentary on child uh, on child trafficking do you remember that that was a conspiracy theory chris cornell died because he was making a, uh, a documentary on child trafficking. Chester Binghamton from, from Lincoln Park, he died because he was making a, a, a documentary on child trafficking, exposing Hillary Clinton and Haiti. You guys remember that? Then there was uh, a Nipsey Hussle. He died because he was uh, doing a movie on, on Dr. Sabi and also ex exposing child trafficking rings. Do you guys remember that? Right? So that's what the, the alternative media would gravitate towards. To every, when everybody died, they would say, well, that's because they're exposing uh, child trafficking. We don't need them exposing. We don't want them exposing child trafficking. The New World Order doesn't want them exposing child trafficking. They don't want them exposing the Clintons. So they killed them. So now let's, let's explain to ourselves here. How does this movie get out into the mainstream if any of that shit was true? How does this movie get out into the mainstream? Because it has. It's making tons of money, right? And, and what happened to Mel Gibson? How come he's still alive? Right? How come he wasn't killed? How come he was allowed to do this? And according to Mel Kay, Right. Mel Kay sits there and says, um, oh, I knew about this movie three years ago, three years ago. So she knew about this and Mel Gibson knew about this. Why didn't the New World Order put a stop to it? Right now, the new conspiracy theory goes, OK, here's what it is. It's all over the place, but they're trying to censor it. Right. And you can't find a ticket anywhere. You can't get in anywhere. You can't. And they're shutting off the AC 
at at um at uh at these movie theaters so you will be uncomfortable <laughs> this thing has made millions and millions of dollars you cannot turn on instagram without seeing dana white talking about it mel gibson talking about it the biggest high profile people sitting there hey go see uh, uh, uh the sound of freedom go see it go see it right hey you want to fight child trafficking let's do it i'm with it right but let's do it for real okay and let's not do it because uh of the new world order is trying to to make division here don't follow the carrot that they want you to follow that's ultimately what's happening here and now we're coming up doing mental gymnastics trying to fit trying to trying to um come up with a conspiracy theory to fit this one since nobody died right since no one died they're like okay well that's the conspiracy they're, they're censoring this it is I, I don't know how many uh, alternative media personalities i've seen saying it's so hard to get a ticket oh i want luke Rudowski to use him again he's like oh I, I went to a movie theater and it was really hard to get a ticket it was jam-packed how the hell do you get a ticket then if it's really hard to get a ticket I, I, new york city go look it up if you don't believe me go look it up right now go to amc new york city they're showing that thing all over the place and you can buy a ticket right now right now go look it up if you don't believe me so uh, here that's that's the deal here ultimately this is meant to divide all right the child trafficking situation is a real situation it should be taken seriously but what they're doing here is dividing and it's spilled over into the mainstream for a reason it spilled over into the mainstream because it was created this whole narrative has been created to divide the mainstream into right and left and that's why they're allowing it to do it that's it's just plain out and simple that's what's going on all right i'm off my soapbox for the for, for, for the program tony we're going to you what do you think well if the alternative media had a splash of cold water on your face it would be billy ray valentine ladies and gentlemen he's uh <laughs> bring you back to reality <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it turns out that conspiracy research goes back before 2017. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you know that there were people working on uh, all these, these big, deep, dark issues long before QAnon uh, started telling you mixed uh, truths, half-truths, and limited hangouts? <laughs> Look at the Franklin School and that scandal. Uh, There's a figure called Larry King. Uh, not Larry King like you're thinking of at CNN, but there was a guy named Larry King. You know what he was? He was a massive... Republican figure. He actually spoke at the, I think, the 1988 Republican National Convention. Yeah. This was a, again, this got turned, Billy's right, this got turned into a partisan issue. See, it's the Democrats yeah. that are using this lingo, like ordering the hot dogs and the pizza and all this stuff, all this, you know, John Podesta's emails, all this stuff got leaked. Well, I hate to break it to you, but it's the entire power structure. See, I believe, right. I, I, you can, I think statistics you look at the the amount of children that go missing around the world it's massive it's massive this is a huge problem but it's not a problem of the left it's a problem of the power structure and this is being used as like billy says as a partisan divide you see because if you got an r next to your name you're the good guy you're trying to find the children well that's not what's happening and i think that's what billy's trying to get to is this has become you take uh, you know david knight i think has just nailed this analogy about the truth you know he's like the truth is like a a loaf of bread it's nice and wonderful and it's fresh and you want to have it and you you're going to take it home but a lot of times these commentators and people with a partisan uh, angle is like throwing a roach in that that loaf of bread a bag and then wrapping it up and saying you still want that loaf of bread and that's what it is it's this limited hangouts and these partisan divides and i understand that the subject matter 
because I mean, you, you know, and I'm a Christian and I, I, I read history and the, the, the elites and some of these religions like the Molochian religion, right? This is a total child sacrifice. I mean, the, the owl at Bohemian Grove, the 50 foot owl, Walter Cronkite's the voice of that's yeah. supposed to be a civilized Moloch. Yeah. I mean, this is in the elites is another religion in the elites. There's another a belief system and structure of values, if you want to call them that. And children are used, I think, as some kind of fuel, as some kind of bargaining chip. This is the pure innocence. I mean, Jesus talked about that in the Bible, you know, that uh, that was the worst thing you could ever do was to harm a child. You know, you would uh, have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the, the bottom of the ocean. So I, I, <laughs> I agree that this is a real problem. And I think where we're entering dangerous territory, and I think what Billy's trying to say is that this has been somewhat after 2017 and the WikiLeaks and all that was released off John, it's become partisan. So if you could only be a child trafficker and only be in this realm of this, this dark, this darkness, if you're on the left, and that's just not true. And, and also where, where was the concern before 2017? Where was it? Cause it wasn't really in the alternative media, right? There were, there were some people and, and Chuck, Chuck could attest to this cause Chuck's been around for a long time. So he knows, that there were people doing this research, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't the alternative media as a whole, the way it is now that it's so, it permeated so much into the mainstream. Where was the interest prior to this? See who's feeding you this nonsense. Well, not nonsense, you know what I mean. Anyway, go ahead, Don, what's up? Well, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if I'm going to, but, uh, you know, I, I'm speaking, here's somebody right here that was doing this research in uh, 2014, I had Hidden History published. I had a whole section on child sex scandals. I talked about Franklin right. Credit Scandal, McMartin Preschool. Uh, <clears throat> I've also written about Pizzagate. Uh, I never backed down from that. Uh, I think what, you, what we're seeing here, and basically uh, what Billy is talking about, QAnon and everything, this is the tack that the entire mainstream media has adopted to oppose this movie. And again, this could be all an act, but this is what they're doing. They're all attributing it to QAnon, and they're talking to this guy, Jim Cavazil, or however you pronounce his name, who's probably, along with Mel Gibson, the only two practicing Catholics in Hollywood, uh, just by the way. Uh, and Cavazil is a very religious guy, and uh, <clears throat> he's being attacked as for having these QAnon beliefs. And this is ridiculous. QAnon, uh, it, part of their fantasies was to keep talking about how many child sex traffickers were being arrested. That's the extent that they went into this. They didn't delve into it like I did or Nick Bryant or way back when John DeCamp. Uh, they were just throwing that out as, as evidence of what Trump was doing behind the scenes when he wasn't doing anything. Right. So that was right. the fantasy there. So that's the only way you can tie any of this to QAnon. They didn't know any of the details of this. They didn't know about I don't recall them talking about the owl as the symbol of child sacrifice in the Bible. And they just happened to have a giant owl at Bohemian Grove where they staged a supposed... Uh, Mock child sacrifice. This reminds me very much of, of the Pizzagate thing where Alex Jones apologized for no reason at all over that. Pizzagate, if you look at that guy, uh, D'Alanis, whatever the hell his name was, if you look at those pictures on his Instagram, or whatever, the little girl duct taped to a, a three-year-old girl duct taped to a table, they were disturbing images. I don't know what they meant, but they were disturbing images. There was something there going on. There wasn't this wasn't just made up, and people backed away from that. So if you if you throw Pizzagate out and say you can't talk about that, uh, if you say now this movie, which I'm guessing I haven't seen it, but it looks to me like they tried to channel it in a politically correct direction. It looks to me like they're concentrating on rescuing kids from Latin America. That, that's a, what I get there. I don't know, 
But uh, my guess is that's the way they're going to try to make it more palatable. But it's not going to work because the child, it, the bottom line is this is a movie and for really the first movie I know of that is really concentrated on this international child sex trafficking. And it's encountering tons of opposition from the usual suspects. So they either have to come out and say we're in favor of child sex trafficking or they have to try to demonize what the movie's doing. Yeah, I'm sure it is a limited hangout. I, I'm sure they don't talk about the things I would talk about if I was making it. And I don't, I'm not sure this is Mel Gibson's movie. I thought Mel Gibson's was making some other movie. I didn't, I didn't know he was involved with this one. I thought he's supposed to be making a movie about 10 different movies and movies about the Rothschilds and all this stuff and nothing ever comes out, but I don't know if he's, he's technically involved with this or not, but um, this movie has been sitting and somebody pointed out in the, uh, the, the chat is that it, it was sitting there for years because they couldn't get the rights from Disney or something. So this, I think it was actually made three years ago or something like that. So I I'm concerned that when they do again, what they're doing is they're, they may say they're, they're going after it for whatever reasons. But again, it's poo-pooing the subject. Same thing with the pizza gate. They make fun of it. They turn it into a Republican thing. When again, in fact, again, early on, if you look at some of the people they talked about in the Franklin credit scandal, uh, first of all, Larry King was a big Republican, as Tony pointed out. George H.W. Bush was one of the one of the, the most famous person that these little kids saw at the parties, walking around with a black teenage boy that was his boyfriend, apparently. Uh, Dick Cheney, I had a w woman on my show a few years back who went through all this stuff. And one of the things she saw was they played the most dangerous game. If you remember that movie where they hunted human beings, they hunted kids. And Dick Cheney was one of the big hunters. They hunt. I don't think they killed them, but I don't I guess they were hunting him for sex or whatever. So this was hardly a, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, a uh, partisan thing, but it was, uh, this became demonized when you had the, uh, the Podesta emails that came out that talked all of this stuff. And that's when they tried to talk about Pizzagate. There were tons of references to that WikiLeaks release. And I forget how many references there were to pizza and pasta. I read a lot of those emails. They made no sense. They talked about, uh, you know, come back and get your pizza related map here. What? Uh, we're going to have pizza for about an hour and a half. I mean, these things are every, they're obviously code words in the underworld, supposedly pizzas, little boys or pastas, little girls or so, so, vice versa. I don't know. Hot dogs is another one where they talk about hot dogs. They, normal people don't talk about that. For instance, in those emails, they talked about, they constantly use the term pasta. And I don't know about you, but if I'm having somebody over for dinner, I'm probably going to specify what type of pasta I'm having. I'm probably going to say, hey, come on over, have spaghetti. Come on over, have a lasagna. No, these always pasta. Let's have pasta. These are obviously keywords. They tried to demonize that. And it's not working on me. I don't know who it's working on. But uh, this, these attacks are very obvious. And basically, it's going to break down. It is going to divide because it's going to break down into uh, a left-right thing, where the right is going to say they're attacking yeah. it and, and, and the left. But again, however you look at it, CNN, NPR, Rolling Stone did it. I mean, Rolling Stone's a disgrace. I, just, I subscribed to them years ago, and they are as anti-free speech and apparently pro-child sex trafficking as possible. And uh, it's just because what you do when you do it, you're, you're trying to, I mean, look at all the other movies. This is the same thing with JFK. People quibbled over that. And people, I'm sure I'll see some in the chat room. I've already seen people telling me that uh, that this uh, the uh, the cost of the sound of freedom is a limited hangout. And it's, it's really, it, it has a completely cross purposes. I don't know about same thing they said about JFK, Oliver Stones. Well, no, this and that, and this and that. And the researchers opposed it. When it's the only movie that was ever put attention 
on the conspiracy. This is going to be the only movie that's ever going to put a ten- focus attention on this subject. So I hate to see the the alt world. And the alt world is going to be. They I see how they're reacting. Oh yeah, that's nothing. The sound of freedom. As my son said, and I, I quote that often, we don't know how to accept a win. This is a win because it is focusing attention on it. it. May not do it the exact way we want to. It is probably limited in some way. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I I can tell by the attacks on it that unless again it's all staged, which it might be. I don't know. Maybe the entire thing is staged. But I think that this is uh, and and to be laying it at the door of QAnon is, and that's again that's the regurgitation. That's what the media has learned to do. Oh, that sounds like a QAnon thing when there are tons of us out here who pointed out very early on that QAnon is obviously some kind of intelligence operation. They, they were wrong about everything, and it was designed to keep people uh, subdued in the wake of Donald Trump doing nothing at all. And is it for play 4D chess, two more weeks and all that kind of stuff. That's what that's a part of. But it has nothing to do with this. So for, for them doing that, I don't think Jim Cavazil is a, he's very pro-life. And he's a very strict Catholic. I don't know that there's any evidence he believes in. I don't know how anybody believes in QAnon anymore, but they continue to use that demon out there. QAnon, QAnon, QAnon. I'm not buying it. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Mr. Ocelli in just a sec, but, but I, I am laying it right on the door of QAnon. The only reason this movie was made was because of QAnon. There was research prior to QAnon of this, but it wasn't widespread people weren't making movies about it none of it we can we can look at the silver lining and say all right uh the the issue is out there now so it's we can take that win i guess but the reason it was made was QAnon. that's undeniable and undebatable in my opinion that's where it came from jim caviezel is a cutard of the next level (laughs) go listen to him talk he is next level Q tardied, okay? And and uh, and uh, he also has a fascination with Adolf Hitler. Take that for what it's worth. All right, this is what this is admitted out there for 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 Jim Caviezel. Maybe Mel Gibson. I think you might be right, Dan. I, I don't know if Mel Gibson directed this movie or not. I don't. Think but so. he's out. He's out there promoting it hard. You know, he's out there. Prom- and what I'm saying is this, to be clear, right? Um, while. Uh, this this um, this research was going on before QAnon, and it's a real problem. The reason it's been it, it's into the mainstream right now the, is because of what happened with QAnon, and be, because of that, and even people that have denounced QAnon because they're like, oh, that's that like Jason Berman says it all the time. Oh, it's uh, it's a QAnon. Oh, that, that's QAnon sense. He says QAnon sense, mm-hmm. and then he goes and has Michael Flynn on and strokes him for a half hour. And say, okay, you know, and, and meanwhile, Michael Flynn is taking the oath on the internet and, and talking about digital warriors. How about you ask him about freaking QAnon? Do you have anything to do with that, sir? You worked for Cambridge Analytica, didn't you, sir? You ran mind operations on the people, sir. No, but that's not what people do, right? And this is what I mean about, about this movie. This is what I mean. Like, this is where it came from. So I will personally, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'll take it. But I will personally lay it right on the mantle of QAnon and of the left-right paradigm and the psychological operation waged against the people of the United States and the people of the world. What's got what's gone on here? And and sure, we can take our wins where we can get them. I get that philosophy 100%. I get it. And there is a certain amount of wins because people are talking about this. People that normally wouldn't talk about it. People are aware of it now. Good. I'll take it. 
let's not forget where it came from. It's like it's like a fortune of of uh, of of two billion dollars. Do with it what you will. But George Soros gave it to you. You know, like then what? You know, like people are oh, but you got that from George Soros. People in the alternative are quick to point that that out. You know, oh, the 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 attorney, um, the 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 attorney that was um, what is it, uh, prosecuting Donald Trump here in New York? Oh, he 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 came from George Soros. You know, they're quick to point that out, but when when something in their favor comes out, they don't want to they don't want to point out where it came from. They don't want to point out the true, the real. Oh, that's the origin of it. No, they they, they conveniently uh, uh, look away. You know, so that's my problem with this. That's my problem with this. All right, Chuck, let me get your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, now, I, I, I hate to do this, but here I go to disagree with everybody all at once, right? <laughs> uh, anybody who knows me knows that that is a joke of the highest order. Look, let's let's get straight to it. What is happening in the, in the different discussions you're seeing and all three angles that you have heard today, folks out there, uh, guess what? This is the intention of why this movie is released. Uh, not about left-right paradigm. The left-right paradigm is the fun home game for the kiddies out there to keep involved in. Uh, the power structure, Tony kept saying, the power structure, well, I would argue only that the power structures are infected. There are more than one which are infected with this. Why? Because quite honestly, even though I don't see a child trafficker under everybody's bed, like some people do, and that's something that was going on long before QAnon, there was a niche inside of a niche wrapped inside a, a riddle in an enigma, okay, uh, that was a focused community that was doing this research for real for a long time. The ignorance on the actual problem, which is worldwide, which is society-wide, I mean, do you see anybody addressing the predators that do actually attack, injure children on a daily basis? No, this isn't the focus. It's about the power structure only. Now, am I saying we let anybody off? Hell no. Of course, this is something that needs to be battled. The moment that you begin to even push back against part of the nuance, what is the first attack that comes to you if you have a voice in a platform? Well, what are you saying? You're in favor of the child traffickers? No, I'm not saying I'm in favor of child traffickers. What's wrong with you? Did I did I even begin? Am I a NAMBLA member? No, this is not me. I am saying to you, let's be careful. Why? Okay, I, I don't buy the Pizzagate thing. Got to be honest with you. Is it weird? Yes, but I was one of the first people finding out there's no basement in the building, okay? That is a truth. There were certain things there that were inserted into something that should have been investigated. And that's the point, right? You insert a whole bunch of misinformation, disinformation, misleading stuff. So why? When Don Jeffries goes out and makes his point, he now is undermined automatically. I can say that. Why? He, hey, Don, there was no, there was no basement in that building. What are you talking about, Don? Plus, show me your point of reference where pizza is a typical way of referring to people when it comes to any sort of human trafficking. Oh, by the by, there are many people that are trafficked on a daily basis for various reasons. Uh, but when it comes to the sex trade, especially, there are women running around in a circle out there and over uh, probably in the air, on the ground, by land, by sea, by air, 24 hours a day women and children, and indeed some men and boys as well. Uh, Franklin scandal, sure, that's one thing, but I assure you that never went away. That wasn't a one-time offering, okay? These things are always going on. 
they're going on. And oh, by the way, again, you know what? The church has helped to cover some of this stuff up. We know about that. Oh, he's anti-Christian now. No, the power structure, again, which has nothing to do with your legitimate Christian belief system, has participated in this stuff, too. Not because the lamestream media decided to tell you that, but because I've seen it with my own eyes. Look, there is an epidemic of abuse of children, which is worldwide, okay? Swing a dead cat anywhere where you're standing if you're in civilization. You will strike somebody who has been directly involved, <laughs> injured by something, okay? This exact thing. Now, this movie, I got to be frank with you. I wasn't following this story until it became a topic of discussion on my open mic night last night uh, between some people who had seen it. Uh, some people that were very interested in it, I was ignoring this purposely. Why was I ignoring it purposely? Not because you don't care about child trafficking. No, I was ignoring it purposely because you got to wait for the dust to settle a little bit. I know that this thing is doing well in the theaters. I don't think AMC can afford to uh, to kneecap themselves with their own business model right now because people are saying they're trying to suppress it. They're trying to suppress it. Well, if they are, they failed. So obviously these are not people co controlling the media, but here's the thing. Is it about a win or a loss or anything else? No, it's about this very thing. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to wrap my, my little soapbox moment here with this. We also talk about the mass casualty events, right? The shooting events. Don't want to discuss with you whether you think Sandy Hook's legitimate. Don't want to discuss with you what you think about Las Vegas. Forget the details for a moment. All of us sitting on this panel have discussed this. All of us have talked about these mass casualty events one way or another, mass shootings, okay, whatever you want to call them, we've all touched upon it. Now, we've all also encountered individuals and instances on YouTube where maybe you're not so welcome. You're not welcome in the Google, the Googleverse, okay? So, GooTube has decided you're too controversial. You're talking about the wrong stuff. You need to be taken down. I got accused of cyberbullying Jeffrey Epstein, you know, after he was dead. I don't know how you do that, but, anyway, <laughs> you know, just saying, right? I encouraged violence, apparently, by reporting on a news story. Now, there are people that are out there with the golden touch, that are out there with the blessing, not necessarily part of the uh, great corporate media, because the corporate media can talk about child trafficking. The corporate media can talk about mass shootings. Let me go to the mass shootings some more. They can talk about all that, right? But if you or I go on independently and start talking about some of those events, just by talking about them, we can be demonetized, taken down, etc. Just by talking about them, we can't even cover it. I covered January 6th offering no opinion, just trying to cover snippets from different observations and things as it was happening. And I was told that I was literally promoting violence. I covered news stories about the, and, and not just on YouTube, by the way, I got a warning from Apple, which apparently is rare. I got a warning from Apple and was also restricted on ready Reddit, of all places, um, <clears throat> for discussing that and just talking about what was going on in Georgia regarding the voting situation. And I don't believe the vote was stolen. I don't think they can steal something from you you did not possess in the first place. So, you know, <laughs> this, this is a problem. But I say yeah, these yeah. things. And I got restricted. Other people I knew got restricted. But let me bring this back. Mass shooting, mass casualty events, you can't even discuss them. 
if you don't have the bright blessing, and even if you do have some of that blessing, there's different levels. See, one of these, you know, mainstream, like we're a magazine video, brings in a whole lot, has millions of viewers and all that kind of stuff on YouTube, on the GooTube, uh, on all the podcast things. They're not at the Joe Rogan level, but trust me, they're making a good living. They get the blessing. Even they will note that, well, listen, we, we can talk about individual murders, even in the true crime genre. We can talk about, you know, some individual murders. We could talk about serial killers. We're allowed to do that. Uh, they only wiped out a family and it was in one house at one time and wasn't considered to be a public event. We can discuss that, but we cannot discuss the public mass shooting thing. They will demonetize us and remove us. They are starting to state that. That's not alt media people. That's your uh, your watch mojos. Your let's make a list of the worst things that we saw this month. Uh, you know, BS on and on and on. Here's the videos that we gathered from the internet. The weirdest things we saw in Russia this week. Whatever, right? Non-political, what have you. What we have here is a chilling effect. You start to get mixed in with good information, bad information, misinformation, made up stuff. And indeed, there are people on the straight-laced, you know, gatekeeper uh, uh, side of the equation who are putting out misinformation. There are conspiracy theory people that are putting out misinformation, whether, you know, knowingly or simply because they have good intentions and they don't know how to adequately uh, research and vet factual information for different reasons. There are people out there putting out information of all sorts. And here's the thing. Take a look at who's allowed to do it and who's not. Take a look at the information being fed. And once you start to totally convolute it and make that water so murky that you're no longer sure it's water, now you can say, on the one hand, when somebody dumps it into your bowl, well, that's water. We'll, we'll let that go. It's dirty, but people need to see it. And then another person dumps the, exactly the same thing in the bowl, and you can say, this is too dirty to be called water. And meanwhile, it's the same information. What have you done? You've created a circumstance by which selective enforcement, just like in our legal arena, can be had across all platforms. So what it is, is a nuanced way to begin to control and suppress speech in the digital age, the age, excuse me, of the digital book burning, which is what is occurring here. You're having information removed and sources of information removed because now you and I and all of us have spent some time discussing child trafficking, a terrible subject, which by the way, oh, that was totally hidden by the mainstream media. Well, they had this thing called Law & Order SVU that ran for like 20 years. I think it's still running. Uh, they were doing stories on it, dramatizations all the time. Oh, but this is based on a real story. So is that sometimes. It is all about who they're allowing to get this conversation out there and who they're not. Are they going to let Don Jeffries go worldwide with it? Are they going to let Tony Arterburn really get a huge audience? I mean, if all of a sudden a million people, I don't think a million people download America Unplugged, but if they do, bless you, man. But let's just say if tomorrow a million people download this discussion, Tony's going to find himself being invited off of platforms, invited off and out of different servers. You name it, things are going to happen if enough traction is had. What they're making sure to do is that we have this discussion, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, is irrelevant. They want to make sure that it has enough of the dirt and the muck in it one way or another so it can be disqualified. This is a setup for the alt media. They don't recognize it. Most of them don't because, again, 2D chess, 3D chess, they don't know what a deck of cards looks like, okay? Just saying. In some cases, even well-meaning people do not understand. 
that what they are doing here is allowing the arguments that could be made, the salient points that could be achieved and actually made in demonstrations all over the place, easily accessible to the whole world. They're undermining it by making sure that we have built-in problems. This movie will do that. Various other things will do that. It may appear to be a crusade. It may be from the legitimate heart of the individuals creating it that they want to combat this for personal reasons, or maybe they just see the world as sick. Oh, by the way, did anybody notice that, you know, uh, De Niro's grandson dies? You know, I do remember De Niro pushing a movie called Vaxxed. Everybody had their opinions about that. Nobody discusses it anymore, but kind of fascinating that goes on what happens to these people afterwards even if they are icons in show business mel gibson was an icon in show business everybody thought he was taken down because of passion of the christ or maybe it was because he was drunk and saying some racist stuff who knows he got taken down a couple of notches a couple of rungs on the ladder but is that really what's happening here or are we looking at the setup so that the convoluted presentations in and of themselves will undermine legitimate concerns by people, whether it's about the new world order, whether it's about the system by which people are being traded as chattel, which is happening, or whether it's about the spread, the absolute inability for anybody to avoid the torrents of this kind of disgusting stuff. Anywhere you go in the world, which one is it? Is it just about convoluting the argument? Is the alternative media to blame all on its own? No, but damn it, everybody start to use more discernment. Let's get at this thing and let's actually do some real damage and get out the best information we can while we still can. Billy Ray, I'm sorry. I went long, but that's me. You asked you a did. question. I had to answer. You went, you, you, went in, you went super long, Chuck. I was about to jump in and say, Chuck, stop it. But that was very cool. That was very good. I, I just don't know where you and I disagree. You said you disagreed with me. I have no idea. That sounds like I was talking for, for, for 15 minutes there. Um, so I, I, I don't know where we disagree. Um, I think you just like to disagree with people for the sake of disagreeing with people I, at this point. I, so, I, I would just like to, one of the point is that. I oh, think no, you, I'm going to throw it right back to you. you yeah, well, I, I, I just, I want to, uh, I just want to uh, just think about if, if this had been a movie. Uh, made by the usual suspects, which run Hollywood, uh, about uh, the the problem with Catholic priests molesting altar boys, and it was it was specified on Catholics. There would be an entirely different response. I don't know what the I alt agree. media. I don't know if they'd pay attention to it as much, but the mainstream media. You wouldn't see Rolling Stone attacking it. You wouldn't see NPR attacking it. You wouldn't see CNN. All these things. They would be nodding in a priest. They might not say too much, but they'd be in general agreement because Catholic Christianity, that's a target that yeah. is acceptable. This is kind of throwing it out. Again, I haven't seen it. I don't know, but it's it's throwing it some kind of a vague, nebulous international ring that is presumably not priests. And so, they, again, it's, it's, how, it's how, what is the response to these things? And again, this movie, what, how many movies are controversial? When JFK came out, Dan Rather editorialized against the movie three times on air. No other movie's ever been editorialized against. And there's a whole book called JFK, the book of the film, written by uh, Oliver Stone and Zachary Sklar. But it just shows all the attacks on it nonstop. No other movie. Again, it's a movie. What are the attacks for? Because of what it was suggesting. Suggesting, hey, there was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. You guys got it wrong. 
Same thing here. This doesn't matter what the specifics. This is suggesting there's something going on there that's really big involving international sex trafficking. And this brings out the same response. If people still watch the nightly news, you might have, uh, you know, whoever, I don't even know who the hell does the nightly news anymore, but you might have those guys editorializing on the news as well. This brings out that kind of thing. Same thing, the passion of the Christ really, they really couldn't object to that too much, but they did object to it enough and just, which was unfairly saying that Mel Gibson was blaming Jews, which he was, was, it's ridiculous. He wasn't, he was just showing something, but uh, that's very rare. Do you see movies attack like that? You don't see movies attack that push the other crazy stuff, the, the, the crazy woke absurd leftists that offend lots of other people. Like I said, who's being offended? So I just wanted to point out the difference. If, if, if it was directed, it's another target, specific acceptable target. Then it would the, the response. No one would the media wouldn't be paying attention to it at all. And if you if you still had a Catholic League of Decency, I don't even think they exist anymore. But if you did, they would probably respond to it. But they'd be scoffed at and made fun of. And uh, so I think it's you know it, it's interesting to look at. Why is this particular movie getting the response that only JFK has gotten that I know of in my lifetime? From no, yeah, I, I, I think you make an excellent point about that. I, I think if it were, you know, uh, the Vatican and uh, and uh, their situation with 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 uh, with young boys, it might be a different look. But uh, let, let's look at movies, and I'm throw it to Tony. Then we're gonna move on. We're gonna hit JFK. I mean, uh, RFK. Done. Um, you look at movies like uh, Indiana Jones is getting trashed right now by the right because they're saying that it's pushing the woke agenda or Enchanted uh, or some other, I forget the name of some some uh, Disney film that just came out that flop is getting destroyed, right? So th- they get criticism on the other side of things too. But my biggest issue with this movie and the criticisms it's receiving from the mainstream is that we have given them the bullets to shoot back at us by subscribing to this nonsense. We have given them the bullets and that's why they're using it on us. That's why they're saying, oh, it's a QAnon film and they're right. Oh, this, that, and the other, and a couple of other things or whatever that come from a narrative that's been disproven 8,000 times and they'll use that, that against us over and over again. And if we continue to subscribe to it and hand them this gift, we have nothing but ourselves to blame. Well, I just want to point out real quick, yeah. In the chat, two or three people have pointed out that the script was written before QAnon came on the screen. So again, I, th- I think it's just, again, this is a convenient thing for them because when? they know QAnon's want, a boogeyman. Yeah. When? I want to know when. I, w- I want to uh, know get, when. When, it, when, when gonna, the gonna, script was written. I want to know when the script was written, right? And, and, um, and, and, and I, and I want to know what the interest was in this movie before, before, uh, before QAnon. Some of what the interest of actually pub- publishing, if it was if it was shelved, if it was shelved for three years, right? They didn't want to put it out. What was the point of putting it out now? There's one. Give me there. that. Give me that. All right. Tone, well, the, the other point of putting it on now, though, Billy Ray, just real fast, is because the popular notion about the problematic issues at the southern border are tied to this, uh, which is one of the reasons. Wait, what, what are the two things that come up right away when people say we got to get a handle on the southern border? Child trafficking and drugs. Child trafficking and drugs. So, you know, Q, th- that's one of it. Right. Q, QAnon was, came out in 2017, right? Pizzagate right. was 2016. All right. All of this stuff was laid out before then. Just saying. All right. Oh, Tone, yeah. Final thoughts. Then we're going to RFK. 
Yeah, for the record, uh, I just want to state that I believe that the problem in child trafficking is far eclipses whatever this film talks about. And I, I, be, I believe that this is a a dark issue of our time. I mean, and it's been going on for since the start of history. I mean, this is part of uh, the it's what the elite do. I, I, I agree with that. And I think my problem is, is my the the level of uh, th that how much I despise the QAnon movement and what it did to actual research. I think that's what we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen, is this the the, the people that come out and back it and are holding it up and, sh and showing it. I think this is where we have to be careful not to get into a left right uh, cul-de-sac here where we're just like we're just it's a dead end. And the media, like uh, Billy was saying, we've given them the ammunition to discredit the, 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 the true information that's coming out because of what has happened with alternative media and what's happened with this psyop known as QAnon. You know, there's snake venom in the water. I don't know if you knew that, guys. I mean, you, that's you, another you, one. Right. You, this, was, another. this is all part of this. Right. And so, like, you take something that's legitimate and you destroy it. And that's what I think. Anytime something comes out like this, I just want to remind people not to get not to let this become something where you you know, you find another savior figure because it's the fruit of the poisonous tree. You understand? And that's what we're trying to, that's what I'm trying to get across. I mean, don't all four of us up here realize just how, what a huge problem. I mean, so the, 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 the dark sickness, this is that, right. that tracks back to uh, the harvesting of children. I, I believe in this. I, I think there's mm -hmm. ample evidence and history, history shows us this. It's like, it's not a new thing. But this is what the elites traffic in, and it's a it's part of like you know when Chuck mentioned that I mentioned the power structure. Yeah, it's the it's the power structures, several structures that that uh, that traffic in this, and you go it kind of goes back to uh, the research that Don's been doing. If you read Hidden History, and I and if anybody that hasn't, I mean, I, there is folks, there is research prior to 2017. If you're just coming on board on uh, alternative media, and you know you you trusted the plan and all that and maybe you're listening to America Unplugged now because the plan didn't work. I, I appreciate that. Go get a copy of Hidden History. Look at what actual scholarship went on beforehand. Uh, these are real issues, but it's not a left right deal. It's about it's it's we the people, the real people that have a have a soul on this planet versus the power structure. And uh, that's that's what I want to come across as as advocating is real research. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Let's put this to rest. Otherwise, we're not getting to anything else. Don, Don you wanted to talk minutes. about you wanted to talk about RFK, uh, RFK uh, uh, Jr. I'm turning it over to you. What's up? Yeah, I, I don't know if Tony can put that story up, but yeah, uh, RFK Jr. is uh, yeah. as if he hasn't getting it getting enough bad press. He's uh, <laughs> it's going to be ratcheted <laughs> up to new levels. Watch, watch, and watch, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can say RFK Jr. says COVID was ethnically targeted to spare Jews. Okay, so he's uh, he's going to be have, he's going to have some explaining to do again from the same. You'll see in, in the in this case it's the right and left. Both the New York Post is kind of right, so they're coming at, extremely pro-Israel. So they're going to come out after him now. His his the fact he backed down obviously again, and I wish he would just go ahead and go with his impulses. Obviously, this is the way he really feels. He really did feel that way uh, when he was supporting Roger Waters and and uh, retweeting what he said about the Palestinians. Somebody got to him and he ridiculously went in a parade and started waving an Israeli flag, which was really sickening. It's just an unbelievable stupidity. Stupidity on his part. I'd been advising him. I'd say, you know, come on, man. Talk about overkill. It's ridiculous. You know what that makes you look like? So I think once again here, this is his impulse. He's, he's got his guard down in a minute. And 
You know, I don't know what the evidence is for that, but I don't think he said it without having any documentation there at all. I mean, I guess he's saying Ashkenazi Jews, Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese have a much smaller, uh, lower percentage of what are getting whatever this is, I guess. I don't know. But again, it, it's, a, it's a sideline because, again, if you read my book, Masking the Truth, you know that I, I'm dubious of the entire thing. So I don't know who got what more often than not. But him saying this is going to result, I think, in even more uh, negative news coverage. And if you look at what they've done to him so far, I mean, it's amazing the kind of uh, they have blasted him nonstop. And basically, he's now uh, a vaccine denier, a conspiracy theorist. That's his attached to his name, like a cult leader was to David Koresh or Panamanian strongman was to Mar Manuel Noriega. <laughs> Noriega. I mean, they come, yeah, they come up with whatever adjective they can to describe. Kennedy, I just saw a thing and PBS came out with thing that Ken, he's trying to build an entire campaign around conspiracy theories. So they're demonizing the hell out of him. And uh, it'll be interesting. To see, but I, I thought that was, uh, in, in a, you know, just a, an amazing statement he made and uh, knowing what its what kind of response is going to be from the people who have been attacking him already. Tom, what's up, buddy? I, I've read this several times long before. RFK Jr. mentioned it. Uh, this is going back to you know 2020 and some of the research that was done. But we've we've so been eclipsed by the damage done by the actual bioweapon, which which is the Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> you know, I get I even get to find myself not so much caring about the origins of whatever COVID-19 was or whatever the, the lab leak theory or the deliberate deal or whatever. I mean, I, I don't think it's an accident that we went through this, but I, I always just, I, it kind of gets a part of my, my research where I just, it's a blank spot where I don't even think about it anymore. I think about what comes after it. So um, if you look at his language here, he's saying there's an argument and he's bringing up an as if, I mean, he's, I think he, he, there's been some scholarship here in this realm of what the, the actual uh, virus was or whatever, or the, the, uh, the origins. I mean, they've never really, and uh, this could be an argument on the panel, but I don't want to do it. I mean, it's like, what is it? What was, I mean, cause you know, there, there isn't a COVID 20 or a COVID 21 or a COVID 22 or 23. Like Don always brings up. We just mm -hmm. have to always think about this 19. I mean, like, where's the Spanish flu? You know, where'd that go? Is that not around anymore? I mean, you know, they were trying to unfreeze it or do something. It was thawed in the ice. They wanted to bring it back. And I'm like, you know, this is something that the, uh, the people do that are uh, Operation Paperclip Nazi uh, scientists, psychopaths that <laughs> try to create these bio uh, bio weapons. So I don't know. Um, and I don't they're going to use anything. I mean, RFK Jr. to me, uh, if he's a limited hangout or if he's a psyop, he's pretty good. Uh, I don't agree with everything. Obviously, he's, uh, you, you look at his, his stance on the Second Amendment and all this. Nobody's going to be perfect, though. I mean, you know, the perfect right. is the enemy of the good and then the realm of today. We need anybody. Is, is anybody going to stand? Is anybody real? Uh, we don't we don't right. see that. So I'm kind of with Don on this. I let, let let the man run. Let him say his things. You know, at least he's genuine. At least he's coming out and saying, I read this. This has been argued. Why are certain things off the table? Can we not talk about things anymore? Are we, have we become so neutered that people can't even bring up scholarship because you're afraid of what faction or somebody's going to get pissy about something you said? I mean, come on. I mean, this is, I think. Well, if I could just interject just real quickly, if, if he had said there's evidence to indicate that uh, COVID targeted black people or, you know, persons of color or transgenders or something. What do you think the response would have been? Oh, yeah, that's definitely possible. Of course, of course. You know, it's, it's who he said. That's why. Right. Yeah. I agree with that's, that. that's, that's been put out there, too. 
long before this debate. Sure, I, sure. I, I listen to I listen to Democracy Now, and they openly talk about uh, the effects of COVID nineteen on African American and Latino right. Uh, right. Pop- populations openly, right? And they say that it 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 uh, affected them more than anyone else, right? Um, so um, that's talked about without. I think Don is right. I think if if he would have if RFK Jr. would have said that, not only would it have been looked upon favorably by the majority of the mainstream, but might've got him some voters as, as well. And it, 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 you know, it, it might've got him a little bit more by saying this, it's, yeah, I think he's absolutely right. It's, it's See, I'm, he I'm, said I'm it. certain, Billy, I'm certain a different part of the staff would have attacked him. I'm certain that there would have been a different part of the staff to attack him to create the, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, buffet there. So pick up what you want at the salad bar. They would have put out something else where this is racist on his part. This is, you know, him being way too wacky left. Somebody would have went after him that way. He's just, uh, oh, look, he's going after the, uh, it's always poor black people that are the targets of everything. That would have been the thing coming from a smaller segment. Uh, this this was just more available to these guys to work on it. They would have had just different staff attacking him. He went yeah. straight to the top, Chuck. He he went he he wasn't you know pulling any punches. He went straight to the top of the ladder, and and that's going to be a problem in particular coming from uh, the positions that he already holds, right? And, and this is what makes him an unelectable candidate in the United States. And we've well, spoken that, about this. Yeah, we, besides we, that, we, the we, day before. Well, Billy, but the day before this broke, right? Besides what you're saying, the day before they were trying to tie him to the gay frogs, man. They were going after him just the day before, but it wasn't selling. See, the, the people weren't picking up on it. It wasn't clicking at a high enough rate. So that wasn't working. Well, hell, let's try the other thing. It, they, they've got well, this, this goes stuff. Back to, and- it goes back to what, to what Don said. It goes right back to what Don said. Um, you know, uh, he has conspiracy theorists, vax, vax denier attached to his name. Every time you see it, that's all they need. They don't need the gay frogs, right? I mean, sure, you could put some icing on the cake, you know, but, no, but they, were <laughs> they already it. got the, the cake. Day, right. no, the I day before, I'm just saying the day before on some of the, you know, allegedly middle of the road media, uh, they, they were putting out, he's uh, he's all about, they're, they're putting chemicals in the water, which have made, you know, uh, uh, boys feminized and uh, and girls are, are being made masculine or whatever, which again, here we go, convoluted issue. Is there some reality to the estrogen mimickers being introduced into the food and water? And uh, yeah, there is even though that's supposed to be the realm of conspiracy theory only. And everybody usually boils it down to Alex Jones, the gay frogs, the gay frogs. And that's what they do. Okay. They were trying to do that to him the day before, but it wasn't selling. So they moved on to another one. And you know what, when this dies down and people aren't pissed enough, they're not getting their two minutes of hate out of it. They'll move on to something else, Billy. That's what they'll keep doing with this guy. Hit him with everything they can until something sticks. I'd also point yeah, out we're in yeah, a post-Trump I mean, era too, Billy. We're in a post-Trump era. I mean, I mean, this isn't going to slow him down. Nothing's going to slow him down. It, 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 people are so exhausted. That's true, bro. They're so exa- yeah. I remember it was there was a breaking point. I remember I thought I could feel it coming. I, I ran for Congress in 2013, 2014, and I'd watch these Sunday shows. You know, the 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 Meet the Press and all that stuff, and you know, every Sunday show, and they were all terrible all the time. And the answers were just so canned. And, and there's like, you know, there was 800 words, but nothing was said. And it was, and it was, it, it had become so bad because I'm a connoisseur of political interviews. I go going back, you know, into the 60s and you know, watching uh, William Buckley and Gore Vidal debate. I, I, I did all that. I watched it as a kid, even. 
And I remember thinking there's going to be a breaking point because no one's talking about anything. And lo and behold, here comes Donald Trump. And, and you know, he, he even said he said stuff that would have canceled anybody else like uh, uh, to John McCain's. You know, <laughs> he's like, I like people who weren't captured. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that was some crazy <laughs> stuff. He's like, I, yeah. I prefer people that weren't captured. I mean, that is I mean, and even veterans were coming in to defend him. Like, yeah, well, it's fine. We don't like John McCain either. I mean, that's how crazy, that's right. how bad things have gotten. So anything like this that would have normally destroyed anybody in the past, I just, I think it's not going to happen. Your people are picking, they're just trying to find somebody. Speak yeah. for me. Speak against, you know, uh, CNN and MSNBC and in Fox News. Speak, let yeah. me, there's something wrong. People know it. They want something to be said, and I don't think it'll slow them down. See, see, Tony, uh, let me uh, ask you something right. real quick. Let me ask you something about that right there on that point. Was or was not Trump a perfect weapon in this way in that? If he started to get involved in something, he didn't have to go into the facts. He didn't have to give you anything. He could throw you just a suggestion, brush up against the topic or the issue. Uh, you know, people told me that he was, remember, he was supposed to be working with RFK Jr. to stop vaccinations, to stop the overreach yep. of vaccinations before warp speed was a thing. Right. Um, he was a perfect weapon in that he gets himself tied into something, even in a tangential way. Now it's dirtied up. Now people could say, and they did this to me, you're a Trump supporter now because you agree with this thing that he said. And I'm like, that's not the way the world works. Just because I happen to agree that, you know, it's the sun is out doesn't mean that I agree with this guy's political opinions. Just because I see war as a bad thing doesn't mean that I agree with every single one of this guy's anti-war or pro-war stances. Just because I don't agree with the way the military is being operated, it doesn't mean that I'm against military people. You know what I mean? Like you, you got you got to be a little more nuanced about this. But what it's allowed for is that brush up against. Now it's got the Trump taint on it, so people can say, "Oh, it's like Trump. It's it's part of his thing," and they're doing that in the reverse way with with RFK here, where they're going to utilize that to push him down. Although it is a weird contradiction, because like you said, it would have gotten most people canceled. Now it's just a matter of, well, we'll let the news cycle ride it out and it'll disappear in a couple of days. And that's that, right, Tony? Well, it's like something Tip O'Neill said. He was the Speaker of the House during the Reagan era. He says that all, all politics are local. They're not anymore. All politics are tribal. We're, we're, reaching, we're reaching tribalism. It's, it's, we're, we're devolving because of the political class, because pol the, the politician really just means a very well-constructed, well-groomed liar. And we know that now, like it's how, how much can you lie? How much can you say without saying anything? And I think that's why you're getting an RFK junior. I, I don't, I don't think we need to compare RFK junior to Trump because Trump is a totally different psyop, you know, uh, to neutralize you and to not doing anything. And like, he can take real subject matter. Like he, like you mentioned Chuck, that he was going to, he talked to RFK junior about let's look into vaccines. Let's look into, you know, because even Baron Trump has suffered from, uh, some some sort of autism or something like that, right? And then he would never got access to Trump again. It was never brought up. Like he got a little bit, and then it was gone. Because the and what actually came of it? Nothing. The pharmaceutical right? industry came in and paid uh, Trump, right? Yeah. So uh, this is a that guy's a obviously a psyop or some kind of project to to uh, <laughs> to, to occupy colonize your mind. Yeah. Tony, and how much time we got, buddy? Uh, I mean, you we're over we're over the 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 noon mark, but you can go ahead, Billy. I, we can. We can do one more subject and then we can close out. All right, go ahead. Give me what you got. What do you, which one you want to? I'm throwing it to oh, you. Well, since you we missed to... last week, I, I just thought I'd bring up for the panel before we close uh, the the lady on the plane 
in DFW at Dallas Fort Worth airport who, who gets off and she says that, that guy, I'm not, I'm not using language, but she says that guy's not real, right? That guy's not real. And, uh, I just said it yesterday on my show, the, the Art of Burn radio transmission. I said, I think five years ago, I'd think that lady took too many pills. She's had too many drinks. And now in 2023, you tell me somebody's not real. I just say, okay, is it, I'll, I'll get off the plane too, <laughs> you know, like, because I don't want to be on the plane and the Babylon B let me put this. This is, I, I brought this up yesterday for those right. who didn't see my show. This is great. I mean, I love these guys, Babylon B this is their headline. Lizard person gives harrowing account of being harassed on airlines. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Seriously, also the lizard, the lizard. If you read the bio of who he is, he's a lobbyist in Washington, DC. <laughs> these guys are nailing it. But it was, I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, maybe just do a quick around round table discussion on, because I don't know when I heard her voice and then, then somebody asked me what I thought about it. I'm like, I don't know. I believe her. I know that's where I am now. Yeah. Dude, I, I am I am with you. I I am totally with you. I, I first off, I was never willing to discount any of this stuff, but I would be more leaning on the side of this woman is crazy than anything else. But still, I'd be like, hey, maybe there was something there. Hey, there were there was probably <laughs> a person that didn't exist there. I don't know what the hell that was, but I know when I saw her, she was dead serious. You flights are not cheap. She got off. She's like, I, I don't want to be here. You understand? Like, she's like, I'm, I'm done. That would have scared the crap out of me if I was on that plane. Straight up. I'd have been scared and I would have just said, all right, maybe I, maybe I need to follow her right out of here. But who knows? <laughs> who knows at this point? Like, you know, like, go ahead, Chuck, take it. And then we'll go to Don and we'll close out. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought we might go cocaine in the White House, but hey, that's not a big deal anymore, right, Tony? Uh, you know, coke in the White House, or uh, like on on my last Friday show, we could talk about the lady killed by the forklift, and you know, uh, how do you return that rental? Anyways, no, no, no. Let's go with this. Uh, no, you, you're looking at stories in a different way now, right? A lot of things are dark comedy anymore, and uh, I mean, my thought used to be, well, I, can I? buy weed from you because you must have some good stuff if this is what's going but nowadays i don't know what the hell's going on uh first of all you don't know whether to trust the story is this a real person uh babylon b by the way great stuff always from them i i love them too tony i thought nobody else knew about him <laughs> anyways um I, we gotta we gotta get one of those people on uh, my show soon I, I think i'm gonna make that a mission now that you uh, gave me a little reminder anyways the thing is it, it's uh it, it, it's a crazy world. You don't know what's going on. I mean, look at that cocaine story. How, how many, th th that bag could practically traffic itself. It moves around so much. I mean, this is the madness we're looking at. And oh, by the by, everybody yawns. There's, there's coke in the White House. Mm, yeah. I'd be surprised if there wasn't cocaine in the White House. Um, you know, and that's where we're at. So, it, you know, what about this story? I don't know what to make of it. Uh, to be honest with you, it's one of those things I sit back and go, do we have an instance where somebody's actually snapped because everybody seems to be under a tremendous amount of psychological pressure due to COVID and the lockdowns and all of the strangeness that's gone on in the past couple of years? Almost anybody I know has suffered from at least a mild uh, emotional problem over the past couple of years, uh, some more mild or less mild than others. Um, it, it's gone on. So what do you make of stories like this anymore? I got to say, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, and that's that's where I leave it, uh, uh, Billy Ray. This is one of those stories where I throw up my hands and got to admit, I'm not sure what the hell to think of that. Uh, All right. All right. The, the, the legendary Don Jeffries, Coke in the White House, or 
the reptilian on the plane or both. Well, the coat belonged to the reptilian. I don't know. If uh, yeah, why not combine them? That's what you. That's what you would. That's what SCTV would have done back in the day. You know, reptilians doing coke, but yeah, you know, it's. Uh, you said there's there's a. Uh, Cocaine the, 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 the coke in the White House. I, I don't know what to make of that. Other than that, it's I don't know why anybody would leave a bag there. It just seems kind of ridiculous. But I mean, uh, at least at least snort it while you're there. Yeah, I, it kind of a waste. The of Besides on? that, Don, the bears can't be getting all the coke. Okay, yeah, you know, exactly. that, that's all right. right. Never forget that movie. But I mean, the woman on the plane. I, I, I like Tony said. I, I uh, Chuck said. I, I discount nothing. I mean, I at this point, uh, because half of America is at least half of America at this point, I think is crazy. I, I point out many times that uh, we had more mental patients in facilities in 1955 than we have now. And the population is like three times bigger. So all you got to do is look around you. And, you know, and some of the people that are absolutely and certifiably insane are in, you know, very Obviously. high positions of power. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're being ruled by these lunatics in many cases. So maybe that woman was one of the, you know. 100 million or so people that probably should be in a mental institution or in America today out loose, uh, possibly. But, you know, there's something I've, I've never discounted the reptilian theory. There's there's too much reptilian image imagery and snakes and all that. It's everywhere in our society. It goes way back. So I think there could be something there. So I don't I don't discount it at all. But I wanted to say quickly to Jeannie Poole in the uh, chat rooms, I saw she mentioned something about that I asked people to buy multiple copies of my book. I never asked people to buy multiple copies. Harlan Stonewall, who's bought like a million of them, and Guard, Guard Goldsmith and several other people taught me they bought, told me they bought, and I'm very appreciated that, uh, appreciated very much that they bought multiple copies, but I would never tell anybody to do that. If you want to do it, hey, I just, I'm very grateful for it, but I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something Don would do. He's never asking people to do stuff like that. Uh, but, but no, yes, I would absolutely uh, vouch for that as well. Having to, with, to, to, to quote, yeah, right. I'm sorry, having worked with Don behind to, the to scenes, and behind the scenes <laughs> we're doing this. Sorry, man, <laughs> go, go ahead, I'll shut up. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. okay. Look, I was just gonna say that, uh, that, that I absolutely I, I would bust Don's balls on this right now if he actually did stuff <laughs> like that. I've worked with him behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, not as much as Tony has. But I'll tell you right now that I would absolutely vouch for the fact that Don Jeffries doesn't do crap like that. He's not one of those guys. Uh, well, I don't think she meant it. A I don't think she meant it in a bad way, but she mentioned like she, she hurt. So I just wanted to clarify that. That and I, I love Jeannie, so I'm not I'm not saying that, but I just uh, just wanted to clarify. It. No, I would I I would see that as a negative. Which uh, you know, as soon as we get off of here, I actually got something that I want to invite you to do. Uh, but you know, some people have turned around and demanded book sales to make appearances and all kinds of stuff like that. And I know for a fact Don Jeffries does not do stuff like that in any way, shape, or form. So uh, wherever that information's coming from, I would not count it. Uh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. I, I bought this on my own free will and accord, ladies and gentlemen. Man. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I appreciate Beautiful. that. <laughs> I, I, but no, I, I didn't, I certainly didn't mean to offend Gene here. And so please, don't, I, I just wanted I to clarify that, that to people, so people didn't think that I actually did that. That's all. All right, we're gonna get out of here for the for the sake of time. We can we can pick up all of this I, next week. I can play Lord us out. Willing. What's up? I can play Someone's us out. Play I have, us I, out. have the, uh, the, I have the ability. I have the technology now. I, I started the show. Beautiful. It was terrible. I'll I'll end it with a better note. If you want us to uh, let, to play, let, out. let me tell. Let, let me let me let Chuck and, and Don plug everything they got to plug, and then you can, and then we can go. Chuck, what's up, man? Thank you for coming on today. What's going on? Tell the people where they can find you. Did you mute yourself? Chuck, you're, you're muted. Yeah, he's, he's muted. He's muted. 
Sorry, I guess the mute button got stuck. You, you see behind me, if you're watching this visually, O-C-H-E-L-L-I. You go there.com, O-C-O-C-H-E-L-L-I.com. That's all you need to know, really. I've got a link tree and all that kind of good stuff, but I just wanted to come here and have this conversation. Wasn't even really looking to plug. We do have a, a swag thing, though. Nothing is for sale on my website with the hats and all that. But if you want to find out about it, we are offering thank yous to anybody who is a supporter of ours at a certain level. And there's all kinds of swag gifts. Uh, we got pens, we got decks of cards, and all in limited runs. I don't have a ton of anything. Uh, but thank you gifts are going out to people. And uh, and that's that. So uh, check out our work. And I, I produce other podcasts as well. And uh, by the way, check out the most recent episode of uh, The Infinite Fringe, by the way. That was uh, a fascinating discussion. And Believe it or not, I ran my mouth there a lot more than I did here. Thanks again, Billy Ray. Appreciate you, and sorry to dominate the time there and, and, and run my mouth so much. That's kind of what I do. I was busting your balls, brother. Thank you for coming on and doing that. Um, and it's the, the, the not the latest, the one right before the latest right now. It's the latest episode is on the placebo effect. Go check it. It's really good. Don Jeffries, the legendary. Tell the people where they can find you. Well, they, they, please support me. And and Jeannie is right on there. My wife's name is Jeannie, by the way, so I'm partial to that name. But uh, the, I did ask for reviews. So I am asking for that. I, I, I need reviews and ratings on Amazon. As I said before, this is a numbers game. So uh, people are followers, not leaders. They look at the numbers and, oh, if there's enough numbers there, it draws their interest. Anyhow, DonaldJeffries.substack.com. I protest just like my show. That's the only place I'm not being shadow banned. So please, if you're not subscribed to me there, subscribe to me. Uh, I write there regularly, and uh, if, if you don't get enough of me listening to me on I Protest every Friday, you can read my reg and here on America Unplugged on Saturday, you can uh, get my regular uh, rants uh, there on Substack. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Don Jeffrey, uh, that's Don Jeffries. Tony Arterburn, <laughs> tell the people where they can find you. My website is arterburn.news uh, for all my podcasts, Arterburn Radio Transmission, and Paratruther. we got a new Paratruther coming out this week, uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver, wisewolf.gold. Uh, remember our membership program, Wolfpack. You can get into medals for 50 bucks, folks. 50 bucks a month. We buy your medals for you. We save you money. Wolfpack.gold. You can also support the show, so go check it out. Beautiful. Free World NYC. Don't forget, Don will be giving a talk. Tony Arterburn will be giving a talk. Charlie Robinson, uh, Wayne McCroy, Guard Goldsmith, John, uh, uh, John Brissom, and uh, Richard Gage will all be there. Tickets on sale, eventbrite.com. Uh, look up uh, Free World NYC on eventbrite.com. Put in the search engine, Free World NYC. It's the first one that comes up. Go check that out. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We appreciate you. Tone's going to play us out. Don't burn the place down while we're done. Let's get out of here, man. Bye.